and welcome to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. This show is bursting with creative stories, ideas and inspiration with a Christian perspective. So let's get on with the show. So welcome back and my guest today on the show is Kent Dickerson uh, and Kent, Kent, you live in you live in South Korea, but you are a Texan. We'll, we'll find out about how that came about shortly. But you're a preacher, an author, an overcomer, and you you, you describe yourself as a remade preacher. Uh, so so let's let's just unravel some of that a moment. How did okay. you, how did the Texan end up in in South Korea. Okay, so um, my wife is a uh, government service uh, civilian employee for the U.S. Army. Ah. And uh, she also has done that for the U.S. Air Force. But um, we've been overseas for almost 18 years now. Wow. Uh, we first in Germany yeah. and now in South Korea. We've been here almost nine years. So you, you enjoy it there, obviously. Well, it's 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 this uh, enticement we have with the uh, her job that our housing and all bills are taken care of. You know, we don't have to worry about those at all. Yeah. And it it frees me up to do a lot of ministry and things. So okay, and we'll we'll chat about your ministry in in a moment. Yeah. Um, so we met on. Well, believe it or not, on Facebook, didn't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> which, which is where I meet so many people. It's an incredible place to meet people. And, and, I, and I come across so many people, well, I wouldn't say like you, but I come across so many Christians that have got a story to tell. Your story is, is quite a unique story. Um, and it's a story, I, I believe, that a lot of people would not want to tell. And, that, mm. and that's a, a little bit of a, a hint of what is coming up. It's a story that people would not really usually want to tell for various reasons. And uh, so, but you've, what, before we get into that, how did you, what, what, what does your life look like? What sort of, what, what sort of person are you? Uh, I mean, you're living in South Korea and okay. you've written a book. But what led you to that? What was your life like before? All right. So I, I grew up in Abilene, Texas, and a uh, very wonderful Christian home. Uh, but we always vacationed in Colorado and then moved there when I was 13. And um, I had two uncles who were preachers. And mm. so there, and plus my family. If the church doors were open, we were there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that was that was a great important part of our life. So yeah, um, so I grew up with that, and and uh, yeah, then decided I was going to preach. I think at the age of six. At the age and, six. <laughs> yeah, that was that was when I first thought of it. Anyway, wow. and then uh, when I was ten, I was uh, came to Christ and was baptized and was very much desiring to please God. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 
That was the good background. Yeah, yeah. sounds like a good foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Then moving on through life, where did... Okay, so when I was 10, also, besides being baptized, a number of months later, my best friend and I found pictures, Polaroid pictures of a naked woman that had fallen out of the trash. Hmm. And even at 10, we knew this was not something you'd take home to show mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, just like, no, no, this is secret. We have to keep this secret. Yeah. And I think that uh, the enemy has some uh, input <laughs> in those thoughts, Yeah. Uh, I believe. And so we did keep those secret. And then we'd been best friends since I was two. <laughs> and... Then when I moved to Colorado, it was like, you know, leaving my best friend behind, going to a completely new place, a place where they made a lot of fun of the way I talked. <laughs> and, you know, it was it was just completely different. And I became uh, very lonely. Right. And it was in my loneliness that I remembered those pictures and mm. went to the the big trash dump and found Playboy magazines eventually. Yeah. And so then I was yeah hooked on uh, professional uh, pornography. Yeah. It's uh, an easy trap to fall into. Yes. The, the fact that you said you were lonely and you, you wanted some form of comfort and you found that in pornography yes and um i struggled with that i knew you know from the beginning i knew this is wrong um but my relationship with god was pretty impersonal uh, <laughs> okay. i knew very little about prayer yeah um even after uh, getting a bachelor's and part of a master's, um, majoring in Bible, minoring in Testament Greek, I've still knew really little about prayer. Yeah. Uh, and so, that, I was going to yeah. say that's head knowledge that you're talking about. And exactly. prayer comes from the heart, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I started out a preacher. I didn't last very long. <laughs> five years okay um and then well i forgot one little detail so i decided uh, my solution would be to get married at <laughs> 19. 19. at 19 yes <laughs> i was uh this foolish young man who thought he was mature <laughs> <laughs> yeah and had no idea right and are you still married? Uh, no. So that marriage ended. Uh, we actually, it didn't take very long in that marriage where our love life pretty much disappeared, eventually did completely disappeared. And then eventually I found myself uh, in an affair for a week and then went through a divorce and remarriage. and. And so, yeah, I'm in the second marriage now, but we're at 23 years, so. 
Brilliant. 23 years. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good. Do you think that pornography may have had an effect on that first marriage? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really think that even though the marriage had trouble and it wasn't just sexual trouble, we had trouble with money and I mean, like yeah. most couples do. Ah, yeah. Uh, and other things. And, um, I can say I was foolish enough to think I was mature, but I really was not mature. I did not know how to deal with the problems. And yeah, so that was that was really big, but but the pornography, I think it it left me open to fantasy. Right. You know, where I fantasized about women when I saw them, I fantasized, you know, on movies, etc. Um, and the fantasy opened me up spiritually to where I could get into this affair, even though I knew absolutely it was totally wrong. Uh, and that I knew it was, it was a very bad thing for me. You know, I, I knew that, but, um, I couldn't seem to stop myself. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this can relate to what you're saying, that they are in this, a trap really, uh, and they are unable to find the entrance, find the exit, find the way out. And yes. um, hopefully some of what you're gonna say will show them the doorway, the exit, yes. how they can escape. So you've written a book and it's called Remade. Yes. And that is, I'm assuming, I've not read the book, but I'm assuming it is to do with your life. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the way I feel that I am, that God has remade me. Right. Uh, and it has just been so amazing, <laughs> the lessons he's had for me uh, along the way. And the way he did them um, was just, incredible and so i yes I'm, i feel remade of course my subtitle is a preacher finds victory over porn and complaint yeah, yeah. and yeah. so i deal with a couple of the things uh <laughs> that god changed me in or, or at least is in process of yeah. and uh yeah so that complaint thing is quite an interesting thing as well so we'll we'll get on to that but let's stick, okay. with, let's stick with the porn side. So, right. just, just share a few stories of how how God did release you, how God did remake you. Okay, so um, it was really when I found myself buying a couple of Playboys while I was in Switzerland. I was taking an advanced course in watchmaking, uh, which is what I did most of the time after preaching. Okay. And... Um, I was living there. My wife was living in Germany and she could visit with me uh, a lot of weekends, uh, but there was no going home for me because the course was very intense. And so I had to work six and a half days a week uh, just to keep up. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, it was when I threw those away, those play, two Playboys away, that I got absolutely desperate. 
And I, I had thrown Playboys away many times. Ask God's forgiveness, ask for help. Um, but I think I was finally in a place where God needed me to be. And so I, I said, please, Lord, I cannot keep doing this. And I will do anything you want me to do. And that was new. That was a new thought, a new feeling. Okay, I'm, I'm desperate enough that whatever it takes, Lord, let's get rid of this. And yes, that was, that was a big part. And so very shortly after I get back to Germany, I get asked to uh, speak at a men's tres dias weekend, which is Spanish for three days. Um, <laughs> and they're a non-denominational uh, three-day event, very special. And each speaker is asked to give some personal testimony. I knew what the Lord wanted me to talk about. I mean, it was like... Okay, Lord, I said I'll do anything, so here I go. And, you know, in those days, hardly anyone you ever heard talk about their struggle with sin as a Christian. Yeah, how long ago uh, are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about, um, well, 18 years ago. Okay. And, yeah, pornography just wasn't addressed at all. No. In churches, um, and I had not been in church all my life. I had never heard a preacher talk about his own struggle with sin. Uh, <laughs> they would talk about back when they were before they were a Christian. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they didn't broach it afterwards. I never heard an elder talk about it. I never heard a uh, Bible teacher talk about it. But you I mean, did. <laughs> yes, and so I just laid it out there. I. Just, told the guys the damage it had done in my life. Yeah, wow. And um, I was preaching on uh, Bible study, and I said, I tell you now, I commit, I'm, I'm studying now, and I'm committing to studying the problem of lust in the Bible. Hmm. And that's the amazing thing. I mean, here I had all this education. I never studied my problem. and it took a long time for me to ponder out um, why that was. And I, eventually I, I decided it was because I didn't want to give up my sin. You know, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't go there. Yeah. And um, I thought I needed my sin. Mm. And yeah, and that's where I was totally, you know, it was just a lie from the enemy. Um, mm. Yeah. So, then, uh, so th that gets uh, light upon my darkness. The first step, <laughs> <laughs> what it, you know, whatever your struggle is, you need light on your darkness. Yeah, it's like an alcoholic admitting that they've 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 got a drink problem. Yeah, yeah. And so I uh, got into uh, a group of three of us that. Uh, every week we had a spiritual review of the week. And the wonderful thing about it was it, it wasn't just accountability. It wasn't just looking at how did I mess up this last week. It was looking at the positive things as well. What wonderful time of worship did I have? What new thing did God show me in his word, uh, you know, et cetera. And those are very 
strong things you need as well. And so between talking about it with other men, oh, I forgot to mention, there were 45 men at that weekend, almost to a man. They either told us publicly or they came up to me privately and said, I struggle with the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one, you know, yeah. I'm far from the only one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so those, those two things were very, very helpful. And, and essentially they got rid of the pornography, but it did not feel like victory to me because every time I went to the gym, I would see good looking women there and struggle with lust. Yeah. And it was at the gym really that the Lord taught me more about prayer. That <laughs> um, was really amazing. I never really knew prayer could be responsive like that. And uh, for, for a while I'm, I'm praying in the parking lot when I get there and, and I'm praying about my weakness and, um, you know, Lord, please take this away, this kind of thing. Not much was happening. And then one day, um, I had done this wonderful study called Experiencing God by mm -hmm. Henry Blackaby. And I, so I just say, Lord, I want to experience you through the temptation. And that morning was different. I get on the elliptical uh, to warm up. And almost immediately, my mind is flooded with holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Boy. And I mean, like, this is what you need to focus on. Um, God is holy, absolutely holy. And this is said 24 hours a day in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> how important that must be. And uh, as I'm having these thoughts about, you know, this this passage, uh, the probably the most tempting woman I ever saw in person anywhere passed in front of me, which I had seen her many times, lusted after her many times. Yeah, and she passed in front of me again, and I hardly even noticed. I didn't think about how good she looked. I didn't think about what she's wearing today. None of that. And I said, okay, Lord, I think I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> um, even in my repentance, I've been focusing too much on me. Yeah. And not enough on you. Yeah. That's and the key, isn't that, it? That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> it was so incredible that... Um, it was like every week God gave me something new uh, that would really focus my mind. And, and the gym, which was the last holdout of, you know, lustful <laughs> participation, just regular, uh, became my most spiritual times of the week. Yeah. When you started and telling that, that story, I, I, I was thinking maybe we should all go to the gym more often. But, <laughs> but it's yeah. not. Maybe we should. No. really spend more time with god that is the, yeah yeah and then after about nine months of this experience in the gym i had a very powerful experience in the mountains uh, in the alps yeah. right a place called garmisch germany it's right on the border with austria 
Yeah. And one of the most gorgeous places on the planet. My wife had training during the day and I just went up in the mountains with my 12 string guitar and sang praises and uh. just enjoyed communing with God. <laughs> and he impressed me. This, this is beautiful because I am beautiful. Yeah. And this most gorgeous place is yeah. only a dim reflection of my beauty. Yeah. And I just, that hit me in the face. It was like, all my life I've been chasing beauty. Not just beautiful women, but uh, rocks and minerals. I collected those yeah. uh, most of my life. And and uh, beautiful wood, you know, just high figure maple or walnut, just very beautiful woods. Uh, just love looking at it and working with it. Uh, I could go on and on. Just beauty yeah. just was my obsession. And I said, Lord, I want to see your beauty. That's where all this desire comes from. I want to see your tremendously greater beauty. Yeah. And I continue with that thought and thought, the most gorgeous woman in the world is only a dim reflection of God's beauty. And therefore, after that, the vast majority of time, I can be surprised, of course, on the internet, that's pretty easy sometimes. Uh, and if something pops up, I'm not expecting. Uh, but if I'm quick and just say, Lord, thank you for the reminder of your great beauty. It's like a switch has been cut off with the lust. Yeah. It's been really amazing. I've experienced those mountain top experiences with God. I've, <laughs> climbed, I've climbed many mountains in my life ah. and, uh, and I've slept up on top of them. And, uh, you know, I've had so many God experiences sat next to a quiet lake and God is in that beauty. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I remember one, one day I, I sat down with a carpenter friend of mine and he looked at a tree and he said, uh, that's that's my God. And he worshipped the trees. You know, oh. I said, yeah, yeah. I said, that's oh, beautiful. That is a beautiful tree. But but just remember this. My God made your God. And, <laughs> and he didn't know what to say to that. <laughs> yes. um, you you um, just go back to the, the 45 men that you, you uh, opened yeah. up to. And you said in that, you said um, you, you didn't feel alone. Uh, and it's interesting that you, you started using pornography because of loneliness. And then yes. when you came out of it, you said, I, don't, I, I, I didn't feel alone. <laughs> don't feel alone. And, and then you yeah. progressed into uh, the, the amazing experience and, re and relationship that you have with God now the, through the release. That, and, um, yes. and you certainly aren't alone now, are you? <laughs> no. No, of course, now it's it's all over. Men are talking yeah. about it uh, a but, lot of places. But what would you say to somebody out there that is struggling in the same place that you used to be, that may be feeling lonely, so alone mm. that they are turning to, to, to pornography and maybe other things as well? What would you say to them to help them, to inspire them, to release them, to get them out of that prison that they are in? Yeah. I would say, first of all, do some reading in the Psalms. Oh, it's a great uh, place to start. You know, there's 
there's uh, so many powerful feelings that are expressed in the Psalms. And some of them aren't exactly uh, uh, Christian, <laughs> you know, they're, they're like, they're like, Lord, rip the arms off of my enemies, <laughs> things like that. I mean, very raw. Yeah. Um, but you see, you know, especially in David, God kind of helping him process through yeah. the psalm yeah. to where he's in a place to just say, okay, Lord, let me remember all you've done. And, you know, things like that. And so I would say you need to get relational with God yeah. where you're telling him anything, everything you're feeling. He knows it anyway. You're not you're not <laughs> fooling him just because you don't mention it. Yeah. And uh, just go ahead and get get real with God, you know, and then, yeah, find one person that you're getting real with every week. Just as I was recommending where you're you're telling somebody what you're going through and and getting closer to them and praying for each other and and you have a resource yeah you know i i when i was in germany uh of course the uh, just like it is in england the the naked women are right on the cover of things sometimes mm -hmm. and uh one time i remember calling one of these buddies and said hey i'm in the bow market which is the home improvement center and there's these calendars with naked women right on the front and i'm really close to going over and taking a look so say a prayer for me and you know i had i had uh somebody had my back yeah uh and it was it was just a great help so those things help a lot but but getting close to god yeah. ask to experience him through to your temptation whatever it is and Tell him, Lord, I, I need you. You know me better than anyone. You know what I need. Please come through and help me now yeah. to resist. That's great advice. <laughs> and I hope whoever's listening will take it because yes. there's so many that do need to. And uh, that, that advice of getting somebody alongside you, sharing what you what you're going through I and mean, it's exactly what what alcoholics do they have a sponsor or or drug addicts they have a sponsor that they call them a sponsor it's like a partner that supports them and your your person that you found when you were were in the home improvement store that's mm -hmm. that's what we all need we all need people to support us through the struggles that we're going through let's move on to to uh you, you, we mentioned earlier about complaining. Now, yeah. now I have a problem with this. I, I complain. I mean, we all complain. It's a natural thing, isn't it? And um, yeah. But sometimes you get to. Sometimes I hear myself. I say, I'm complaining again. I say it out loud. I say it to my wife. Mm. I'm complaining again. I need to stop doing that. So. Uh, yeah. How have you experienced complaining? Okay, so um, I I don't think I've ever been someone who just complained all the time to others, but I was doing so in my head. You know, <laughs> just if everything wasn't exactly how I wanted it, I'd be complaining about it. And uh, uh, anyway, so after the wonderful victory with uh, 
lust, I said, okay, Lord, what's next? <laughs> I know I got more that needs to be dealt with. And this is what it was. I mean, he showed me very clearly that, that you just, you are so selfish in your thought life. You're constantly complaining. And um, it was really, uh, I'll tell you another little uh, story of, of victory there. So I'm giving my seminar, uh, men's seminar to a, guys from a church and and we're at a Korean retreat center and we go to bed and the, we have mats that are half a centimeter thick. So <laughs> not much to them. You might as well be laying on the floor. And um, I say, Lord, I don't want to complain, but this is hard. <laughs> so I just I just say, OK, I don't think I'm going to sleep at all, Lord. And in a bit, he said, I am the father of mercies and the God of all comfort, which is the very beginning of Second Corinthians. Yeah. I had to look it up the next morning. I couldn't remember where or when I'd read that. But yeah. uh, anyway, he, he's, I just said, okay, Lord, you're the God of all comfort. You create comfort, you provide it. Help me to press into your comfort, Lord. And I didn't think I'd sleep, but I did. I slept most of the night. And sure, I had felt a little stiff the next morning, but uh, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And yeah, so that that was another powerful time where God just said, okay, just, Remember who I am. And that I think thankfulness, you know, is just remembering God and who he is. And uh, another thing that's helped me is natural contemplation, uh, where I'm looking at the the birds, you know, like right now the geese are flying overhead and, and uh, just the patterns, you know, knowing that they can go 70% more. Uh, flying in that pattern and things like that. Just it's just amazing, and and just thanking God for the beauty around me, particularly now with the springtime coming out. Yeah. Um, it's just there's just there's wonder all around us. Yeah. We have to open up ourselves to feel the wonder. Yeah. And I have to admit, I haven't had the kind of success with complaint as I've had with the lust because. It, I'll get back into it. You know, I'll find myself falling back into it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mentioned to you earlier that the pollution here is pretty bad. And yeah. I'll get out and I'll be complaining about the farmers who are burning the fields and uh, things like that. Just, uh, and yeah, yeah, so, some, so much better. <laughs> some, some things we should complain about. Some things, you know, we should yeah. we should complain about things, uh, injustice. Uh, yes. and crime and and war and, and things like that you know the, but yeah we, we 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 tend to complain about little things as well don't we uh, and um often we can complain about church yeah. uh, <laughs> I, you know and I've, I've been guilty of that one uh and uh you know i think we're all guilty of, of that one and but 
yeah. we are rapidly running out of time um, oh yes and, of course and i'm i'm assuming well yeah i'm, I'm that uh, everything you, you've been talking about the complaining the the lust and porn is all in your book remade it's yes. called, called remade it's by kent dickerson uh where can people find that uh you can find it on amazon um that's about it right now um i haven't branched out into other sales yet but uh yeah it's, it's in both uh ebook or uh print copy and i i couldn't find a website for you uh do you have one uh, or Yes, yeah. so it's www.remadepreacher.com. Yeah. So that's all one word, remadepreacher. Yeah. Remadepreacher.com. So if you want yeah. to find out more about Kent Dickerson, who's been, who I've been speaking to today, go to his website, remadepreacher, all one word, dot com, and, and uh, find his book on Amazon. And if you, if you want to, to be released, from the stuff that we've been talking about, then it sounds like this book is for you. So get out there and, and grab hold of it. Uh, but more, more than anything, grab hold of God and, and get into what he is offering you. Because uh, he is the answer, as Kent has, has already said. Kent, I want to thank you for coming on today. And I want to pray for you before you go as well, if that's okay. Thank you so much, Brandon. It's been great having you on here. Really amazing story. And I, you know, I'm sure that what you've been talking about will touch people's lives and will change people's lives. And that's what we want, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Lord, just pray, Lord, that everything that we've spoken about today every every word that has been on this podcast Lord, I just pray that it will sink in to people's hearts and minds lord they're listening to this lord and that people that are struggling anybody that is listening to this and struggling with these issues lord i just pray that they would be released that they would find the answer and that the answer that they would know the answer is you Lord, just think about that story that Kent told in the gym where um, those words, holy, 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 came into his head, Lord. And I just pray that that would be in the, in the minds, in the, in the hearts of people that are struggling with this issue. Those words, holy, 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 Lord, you can release us. You can set us free. Your word tells us you set the captives free. And so many of us are captive, Lord, to so many things. Lord, I just pray now for, for Kent, Lord, for, for everything that he does, for this book remade, Lord. I just pray that it would be have an amazing impact on people's lives. And I pray for all of the, everything that you lead him into, Lord. I pray that you'll bless his, everything that he does and says, Lord, that he, he will have a, an impact on, on, on many. And I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. 
for now though, God bless and goodbye.